Welcome to session six of the Happy at Home series. To round out this six week mini series today, we are going to be talking about core values. My name is Anna Greenwald and I am the founder here at On The Goga. I'm also our lead mindfulness coach and a registered yoga teacher. And as always, I'd love to take just a second before we jump in to talk about why we're here today. And we're here for you. You know, we've been showing a picture on the screen of the Star Wars uh, stormtroopers recently, but it just seems fitting to switch this over to a picture of an adorable puppy because that's how we actually start most of our on-site workshops at On The Goga is with a picture of an adorable animal. And that's because the things that we look at, the things we see, the things we take in through our five senses immediately start to impact our thoughts and our feelings. And why we're even here for these 30 minute brain breaks is to provide you guys with a few minutes and a few practical tools to make your days a little bit happier and a little bit healthier. Even when your day or your month or your year is trying to throw you a curveball. So last week we covered movement. We talked all about different ways that even when we're at home, we can get up and move our bodies. And this week we're talking about core values. We'll be turning our focus to uh, something that we love to talk about here at On The Go-Go, which is our money mindset. Now, this is not a financial planning workshop, but it is an exploration of how our mindset around money can shape our thoughts, emotions, and actions. We're talking about core values this week, and to do that, I would love to introduce our wellness expert for the week from On The Go-Go. She is a certified financial educator, an MBA grad, and the recent author of a pretty incredible book called Our Money Stories. Welcome, Eugenie George. Thanks so much for having me. So Eugenie, today we're going to be talking about core values, and we'll be discussing how our own personal values play a role in our everyday lives, particularly through the lens of finances and our spending. So can you just give our listeners, a little overview of what core values and money mindset really mean and why are they important to our financial well-being? Yes, Anna. I'm actually so happy to be here. This is my one of my favorite topics to talk about. I'm so glad we get to talk about core values because not only do they help you with your spending, but whenever we have difficult situations in our lives or big decisions that we do have to make, our core values play a large role into our lives. So at the core, we do know who we are. Right now, sometimes it could be a little bit chaotic and we can forget, but it's always important to go back and do a quick, brief mental health check with yourself. So what we're trying to do here is we're trying to reconnect who we are and what we value uh, and also what strengthens our relationships and how we can celebrate our daily interactions. I love this because it's so important right now to understand our core values, right? What we find truly meaningful. And I think probably a lot of us, uh, I know I felt this, and if you felt this out there in the chat box, feel free to say so. You know, this time has been a time of coming back to what's really important and what's truly meaningful for us. And taking some time to talk about that whether it relates to how we're spending our time or how we're spending our money, can really do a lot to shift our mindset, uh, especially around our day-to-day -day situation. 
and especially when things are feeling a little bit out of control. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, there are four of us in this house right now, and <laughs> we all have four different core values or five different core values, and they're all opposing each other. And it's quite interesting to see how different we are as people uh, on a daily basis, just being around, uh, around a seven-year-old and then now 14-year-old because it's his birthday today and a 38-year-old. Uh, so we're all trying to figure out each other's core values. And it really makes me think about when is there or what is a situation where you did the exact opposite of what you want. I mean, oftentimes talking to three people, three humans on a daily basis, I find myself saying things in the wrong way or not the way that I thought was authentic to who I was. Yeah, I was just gonna say, there's so many situations where that happens. And I'd like to actually throw this out to the chat box because what you said is really important, Eugene. Right now, we might be feeling a little bit lost of what is truly meaningful to us, A. B, we're probably in a house with, you know, one to six other people who have different values than we do. And because of the nature of the situation and just because we're human beings, we often act in ways that aren't necessarily totally aligned with our values. So if anybody out there in the chat box has an example of any situation, whether it has to do with money or daily life, where you did something that was the opposite of what you wanted to do, feel free to share it in the chat box. The one that I was thinking of, Eugene, is this morning I wanted to get up and go on a walk. I usually do that in the mornings to like start my brain, but I looked outside and it was a little bit rainy and I was like, you know, I could just sit down and start working. And then I got into the work hole and didn't actually take the walk until now I'm planning to do it right after this. So that's, that's my example. And honestly, how does that make you feel right now? Oh, when I didn't take the walk, you know, yeah. you feel a little bit guilty. You feel um, kind of frustrated. I personally don't feel as physically well, you know, don't go on a walk. Yeah, Christine in the chat box said, I'm spending a lot more money on groceries uh, because of the amount of people in the house and it's driving me crazy. Yeah, I typically try to make my mental sanity trips to the grocery store. That's like my brain, that's my brain break. Uh, so I definitely understand how Christine's feeling. Natalie says, I've been trying to make healthy choices and stick to a budget by making lunch. Right before the webinar, my boyfriend was like, let's go and get takeout despite all the ingredients. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's something we can all relate to right now, right? It's like, oh, there's no excuse not to cook in your house. And yet I just ordered from Grubhub for like the 10th time this week. So I think, you know, just to play along with what Ingrid was saying, the, there are competing priorities that really, really impact our core values on a daily basis. Uh, I know that there are many times that we know exactly what we want to do, just like Anna said, just like everyone's been saying in the chat box. We have this sort of moral compass that we're trying to operate with unconsciously. And of all those these feelings that keep guiding us, it's what many people call our core values, but sometimes they just don't represent our day-to-day -day life and sometimes it gets so frustrating but just because we don't always do those things we can always do this mental uh, check-in i was gonna say you know what people are saying in the chat box is how much the situation right now with the pandemic is influencing what we're able to do and i think that's really something that we want to point out because a lot of the time 
when our situations around us change, it influences what we're able to do, whether it's we look outside in the morning and it's raining, so you can't go on a walk, or like, you know, Despina and a couple other people have been saying, right now I'm at home a lot, and so my electric bill and my grocery bills have doubled. To your point, Eugenie, sometimes our situations pull us away from the things that we are in the habit of valuing or the things that we truly value. But what we're gonna do today, this check-in on our core values can really bring that back into alignment and prevent those feelings of you know, guilt or frustration or resentment when we're not able to do the things that that moral compass inside of us directs us to do. I just wanna also acknowledge that this is definitely probably the perfect time to reevaluate your core values because you're really alone with your thoughts and yourself. And I think this is a perfect segue into our next activity. It's something that we always talk about with um, our money mindset classes, our core values. And we always have to do these decision making times where we have to actually look at, well, what's the most important thing for me? What do I value the most? So raise your hand if you'd rather currently right now do a movie marathon or would you rather catch up with someone on the phone yeah so right in the chat box actually are you the type of person who right now you're valuing movie marathons on netflix or talking to people on the phone netflix. oh we got a we've got a whole mix people in the chat box it's like talking on the phone movie marathon and both right yeah absolutely and yeah christine said right now movies Right. And so this exercise, how would you feel different if you had a Netflix marathon or you were talking on the phone uh, is really designed to help us understand where we put our attention makes a difference. Right. We might feel different when we're binging on Netflix versus talking on the phone. And I don't use binging on Netflix in a bad way, like coming from the person who just watched the entirety of the series 100 Humans in about six hours the other day. Uh, movie marathons can feel great sometimes. Yeah, Cynthia in the chat said, I've been really enjoying talking to people on the phone. I lost my brother during the pandemic and connecting is what saved me. I think that's such a powerful statement. Um, I'm really, my heart goes out to you, Cindy, because that's just incredibly hard. And, you know, that's just an example of how these external forces that we don't have control over can really shape, you know, how we spend our time and what we're valuing. Makes you realize what, what is the most important thing. For some, it's really interesting too, the dynamics between um, different people and who we're interacting with because I'm personally not a person that likes to do movie marathons, but my fiance loves movie marathons. So for me, talking on the phone is creates a, a form of connection, but for him, it's all about learning about different movies, learning about all the subplots, reading the books. And that was, that is what makes him more connected. I do think it's important to think about those things. I mean, for me, it's a huge motivator even when I'm not really scheduling too much, I'm kind of like a minimizer when it comes to scheduling during this time. I've been really trying to schedule, when is it gonna be time for me to talk to on the phone to my family? And then when is it the perfect time for me to connect with my fiance, which is watching movies? And I think a lot of the people in the chat room are saying the same things. Absolutely. And I think that's the point of this first slide It's we can see the difference between how we feel when we do these different things and there's no wrong answers, right? It's just that when we spend our time and attention in different ways, it changes how we feel, which 
kind of goes into our next example, which mm. is bringing money into this idea of core values. So out there in the chat box, how would you feel different if you spent $36 on dinner out with friends, right? If we were able to go out right now versus $36 on cooking for friends. Are there people out there who prefer dinner uh, out? People out there who prefer cooking? I personally, oh, the first two people in the chat said going out, but I'm definitely a cook for friends person. I love the act of cooking with friends. It's a big community thing for me, but then, you know, at the same, on the same token, I love going out to local restaurants because I definitely value that as well. Yeah, I think that is where we do kind of have some of our core values that are aligned. For me, I'm, I would be impressed that I could feed people with $36 because I I still struggle with the feeding for more than one person. So I am am very impressed with you, Anna, for even doing the $36 for cooking for friends. It's really impressive. You know, I'm loving some of these things that are coming up in the chat box. Like Natalie was saying, they both sound amazing right now because I'm busy at work, right? right? And again, so this shows how either way, $36 on something other than work, something to de-stress from work can play to our values, right? Uh, Joy said, I hate cooking, so I'd rather go out. (laughs) These are great examples. I want to make sure that we get to the actual activity here. So I'm going to move us on to our next slide. I hope you took away from this just that basic understanding that how we spend our time and our money really does make an impact on how we feel, even if we're spending the exact same amount of time or the exact same amount of money. So, Eugene, why don't you take us through the beginning part of this core values exercise? How are we going to take some time and practically reevaluate our values right now? Yeah, so this is actually the perfect time to reevaluate our core values. And this is also a great way to check in at any time when you're feeling stressed, uh, any time when you're have some form of a jolt of energy, whenever you're feeling the waves of emotions, it's really, really important to go back to who you are, what do you value, and how do your core values translate to your own life. So when we actually get down to the nitty gritty of defining who we are, looking at our core values can help us understand what really matters the most. You saw earlier where we were thinking uh, about making decisions. We, were, we had two different decisions and we could pick through one that made us feel happy or we can pick through another one that actually might not have made us feel happy. When we're looking at our core values, that's what we always think about. What makes us tick? This is what's going to help us define who we are when there are times of crisis. So the question for you all out there is what are three to five words that describe you. And if you're watching this as we go, you can see a few examples on the screen. Another way to brainstorm this, besides just looking at different examples, would be what are some values in the people around you or in yourself that you really admire? So please go ahead and share any of these in the chat. What are five words that would describe you? Or even if you're like, well, you know, I might not be super clean and tidy right now, but I do value that. That works too. Just find five words and you can write them down. You can share them in the chat that you feel like describe you. Eugene, looking at the list we have on the screen, do you have any words that come to mind that you really value? Well, I would say collaboration is really important to me just because um, recently I've been writing this book and I've had to 
ask a lot of people for interviews. And I've also had to ask a lot of people to tell me about what do they value. And so now I'm learning this new skill of collaboration. So I would say that's one. Uh, I wouldn't consider myself a complete nature lover, but I do know how to put up a tent. Okay. <laughs> and I'm from California and I like beaches and I like all that stuff. So I would say I'm actually the nature lover. Um, I kill plants, but I try. I really do try. Uh, and well, then lastly, I would say tech savvy. Oh, I love that. We have yeah. a lot of really great responses coming in. All right. Natalie said creative, compassionate, curious, nature lover, motivated, spiritual. Katie said independent, social, passionate, open-minded, nature lover. We got a lot of nature lovers here. Mm, yeah. Veronica said clever, family-oriented, compassionate, open-minded, spiritual. Olga said spiritual leader, compassionate, creative, nature lover. So I love this. We're getting so many answers, all very different. I hope that you can see that even just this first initial part of the exercise, writing down words that describe you can be a really powerful tool for self-care in a time like this. Just taking a second to be like, what do I really admire about myself? What do I love about myself? What are the best parts of myself that bring me the most amount of joy? Once you have your list of five, and again, this is an exercise that you can do with your family, with your friends, sometimes interesting to compare answers. The next part of the exercise is to write down what are the five non-essential things that you are spending the most money on right now? Eugene, what is a non-essential item? Let me break down what an essential item is and then I'll explain sort of what a non-essential item is. So an essential item is something that must be paid for survival. So rent, electricity, food. A non-essential item is something that you purchase that isn't, it's important to you, but you don't need it to survive, but it does add value to your life like Netflix or a subscription to a magazine. So if you guys want to write down again on your own piece of paper or share in the chat box, what are some non-essential things you're spending money on right now? We'll kind of start to look at those next to our core values in just a second. Yeah, Katie said clothes. Shauna said, uh, I thought it Bath and Body Works soap. <laughs> is that not essential? That is essential now. Yes, yeah, so your Bath and Body Works soap is considered essential now. Yes. So don't worry about it, Shauna. <laughs> yeah, Olga said, oh, I love Olga's first answer was chocolate. Dress shirts, books, spices, music, Teresa's yes. books, clothing, specialty food items, Netflix, online shopping. Jean said handbags, yes. Great, Spotify, yeah, Cashlin said Spotify, handbags, clothes, Dr. Martens, oh yeah. I think that's a great example, Eugene. Dr. Martin's like the, the soap brand, right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. there sometimes brands that we feel really good about spending money on or that we spend a lot of yes. money on, right? Yeah, and we're actually, we are, what is it, brand conscious. So that is something, I mean, that's also why I work for On The Goga because I, I liked the brand and we always make this joke how someone could be on brand <laughs> and our on brand is we typically are happy even when things feel kind of difficult we try to be as happy as possible so yeah I'm, I'm for the brands of course yeah absolutely now that you have your list of you know three to five core values and again these core values are not set in stone they're not the core values that you had 10 years ago or the core values that you'll have 10 years from now but 
They're just the core values that right now are most important to you. And then the list of the five non-essential things that you're spending the most money on. Now, Eugenie, once we have this list, we can really start to break down the analysis of our value money alignment. So yes. what are the three ways that this can kind of play out as we start to look at our lists? This just is kind of like a quick rapid fire, but if you're looking at your spending or you're looking at your bank activity, any type of, um, you're just kind of monitoring where you're spending your money at, it's really important to see where your non-essential spending, does it match with your values? So you really need to align those goals. The next step that you would do with your spending and looking at your core values is trying to reframe the things that could be essential, like paying off your uh, student debt is an actual essential thing. It could be a part of your core values. We, you have to figure out how to reframe it. And then lastly, really try to modify. So yes, do I want, what I, do I think spending money on chocolates and wine and all that good stuff is why I do think that is great. I think it's really important to recognize do all these things represent my core values? And Anna, you and I, we talk about this a lot, how we spend our money. I think about, you love to go to Function Coffee. That's like your favorite place. But yes. I remember a couple of days ago, you said, you know, I can't go to Function Coffee all the time. So I'm going to buy just a bulk of coffee. So I'm still supporting the coffee company, but I'm not going in there every single day. So Absolutely. she has to modify it. So these are really great. And just to reiterate some specific examples on these, we'll take them through uh, one at a time. So yeah. you might be looking down at your list and thinking, you know what? One of my core values is comfort and joy. And so chocolate and wine is feeling really aligned for me right now, right? Mm -hmm. So those non-essentials that are feeling really aligned to your core values, that is great. You're in alignment. And the purpose of aligning these things is not that it's going to you know, change your financial future by, you know, spending money on chocolate and wine, but it's going to help you emotionally to feel better about the way that you're spending money, which is going to help you make better financial decisions and have a more positive mindset and relationship towards your money. The second example, reframing, usually the example that we use for this all the time is sometimes we'll have people who say, well, you know, my student debt payment mm -hmm. just doesn't fit into any of my core values of nature loving and family oriented and knowledge seeking. But then it's really about taking a step back and thinking, well, actually my student debt payment does support my value of knowledge seeking, right? Or maybe it allows me to have this great job that supports my family oriented values. So consider looking at those payments, especially any essential payments that you have that you're not feeling great about and reframing does this actually support one of my values in a way that I haven't realized before? And the last one, modifying, this is the last resort of what we do when we're looking at the top five things we spend money on and we're like, you know what? I really can't fit my $300 a month Amazon shopping budget into any of my core values, right? <laughs> I'm not spending it on a hobby. I'm spending, it's one of those things where I get the Amazon package to my house and I forget what I even ordered, right? Those are when we can look at our non-essential expenses and think, maybe I can modify this. Maybe I could spend the money that I have in ways that's gonna make me feel better about 
my financial situation. Show of hands, is anyone feeling like their core spending and their core values are really in alignment right now? Go ahead and raise your hand if you're feeling that way. All right, yeah, we've got a few hands raised. That's awesome. Oh yeah, more and more coming up. We got 14, yeah, awesome. Raise your hand if you are looking at this and thinking, I probably need to modify the way that I'm spending most of my non-essentials to align a little bit more to my values. Yeah, again, <laughs> a lot of hands going up there, maybe a few more than the people who are thinking things are really in alignment. And that's the point. Again, this is a simple, practical tip of how to look at your, the money you have in a way that can make you feel a little bit happier and a little bit healthier. So Eugene, why don't you run us through just the wrap up, other things to consider about core values and money mindset. There are other things you can consider. One, whenever you're thinking about your money or even just doing a mental check-in, you can ask yourself, does this represent my core values? Many of us have our day-to-day -to, -day to account between kids, family, and other tasks. It's pretty common to get lost in the shuffle. The second piece you can also think about is how do my values align with my family and friends? Sometimes we might have different values that our families don't have, but it's really important, especially with a time like this, to connect and ask what's the most important thing for both of us. Community might be both of our core values, so let's focus on that. And then lastly, how can I better support my own values through action? So really thinking about, does my Amazon purchase for clothes, does that actually help me? Does that make me happy? Does that support my values? And maybe the answer to that is yes. And maybe the answer to that is not so much. And the oh, point yeah. here is that either way, it's just about aligning these things to what makes you feel good about the way that you're spending your money. We'll leave you with this awesome quote by the king himself, Elvis Presley. Values are like fingerprints. Nobody's are the same, but you leave them over everything you do. So thank you guys so much for joining today. As always, we will stay on to answer questions. Eugene, thank you so much for being here today. 